0: Live from Western Kentucky University, capital of the Hilltopper Nation. Whether it's in the locker room or on the field, behind the clipboard or on the court, home or away, we've got you covered. Get ready to enter the Red Zone, your destination for all things sports, right here on Revolution 91.7.
1: Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. Matthew Harper here alongside with John Alden, Tory Bowling, producer Harrison Valk, and our reporters Ryan Gooden, Caden Gaylord, and Patrick Carey. Overall, a pretty good week on the hill. WKU football looked good in their win against Southern Miss. WKU volleyball is the conference USA champions and will host a tournament game. Am I? Is that correct, Caden?
2: That seems to be the case so far. Yeah, it that's looks gonna, that way.
1: Yeah, that's going to be awesome, uh, just for for that team and for the school in general. WKU basketball, on the other hand, came up short Friday night against Bowling Green and then Illinois State. They got the win against Illinois State. Yesterday, we're going to talk about men's basketball in the second segment. But first, let's talk about that football win, which I didn't see coming. They beat them. They beat Southern Miss 28-10, to tie. Story, playing, I mean, coming off that big Arkansas game, continuing to stay consistent 20 for 30, 225 passing yards, six carries, eight rushing yards, not much there in the run game. Uh, Two passing touchdowns. Gage Walker, 20 carries, 84 rushing yards. And Jacore Pearson was the leading receiver, seven receptions, 88 receiving yards. You got a, and Western got a pick from Antoine Kincaid. But guys, like I said, I was really surprised by how how well they were able to go into Mississippi and take control of the entire game.
3: Yeah, especially on defense. I'd say the most crucial play of that game was when Southern Miss was basically about ready to get a touchdown and WKU strips them on the one-yard line. And from then on, pretty much WKU took over. They also later in the game got another fumble that resulted in their fourth touchdown. So defense, I would say, is the reason that they were so dominant yesterday.
4: Well, last week we talked about how good is the ties were at to play on the road against Southern Miss, who hadn't been beaten there, and can this defense shut down them? And they did. And uh, WK gave up um, the least amount of points to the Southern Miss team uh, all season except to a team uh, called um, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say okay. it. I want Alabama. Yeah. I, I, I want
1: Bama. Yeah. I,
4: I, I'll, I'll, let's schedule them next week. Cancel, cancel the MTSU game. I think we're ready for Well, game. I mean, oh, maybe
1: ESPN will come out next week when they give their poll, bowl predictions. Maybe if Alabama doesn't make the college football playoff, maybe you'll see Western or oh, Alabama goodness. in the Cure Bowl or something like that. Yeah, uh, um, yeah that's not going to happen. Actually, there have
3: already been a couple bowl projections from ESPN as of today, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, I actually uh, took a screenshot. Tyler mm. Mansfield, beat writer for uh, Hilltopper, or, or – rivals inside Hilltopper. Uh, I have his tweets. He tweeted some of the bold predictions that came out from ESPN, CBS Sports. Um, I'm going to look up, look at them real quick. But you mentioned that defense, Southern Miss, we knew coming into this one, they had one of the best passing games. Jack Abraham is arguably the best quarterback in the conference, and then you had – Quez Watkins, who is the best, who has had the best, has the most receiving yards uh, this year in Conference USA. And they were able to hold Jack Abraham 223 passing yards, 16 for 31. He had an interception, like I said. Their leading rusher was DeMichael Karras, 11 carries, 60 rushing yards. Now they couldn't contain Quez Watkins, really. Still got 90 receiving yards. And then another guy, Tim Jones, 7 receptions, 159. Uh, receiving yards but overall just it was huge to be able to contain abraham
3: yeah for sure because they played a team very similar to this in florida atlantic not too long ago and florida atlantic had their way with wku it's nice to see them turn around that kind of defense against a team like southern miss who was playing for the west division title in cusa
1: yeah definitely and uh looking at those uh those bowl projections i found found on uh, tyler mansfield's twitter so espn Uh, projects Western to be in two. One is against Miami, but not Florida, Miami, Ohio, Ohio in the Bahamas Bowl. And then this one, I would be more excited about not – we mentioned there was a bowl prediction about Florida State. I think this one I'm about to say I'm more excited about because it's against a Mm top-25 team in Appalachian State in the New Orleans Bowl. ESPN mm-hmm. has that projected. That would be a huge deal if Western could that bowl and end the year beating a top 25 team. Just oh, yeah. a massive, massive deal. CBS Sports has them playing Western Michigan in the Bahamas Bowl. I really do not want that to happen. That sounds just
4: – Hey, who's the best directional school? That would be what it would come Western to. Western versus Western.
1: Yeah, Man, <laughs>
2: win, win. yeah
3: the <laughs> former PJ Fleck. Power oh, else. stop it! PJ and then uh, the, he wears, the t-
4: he wears a tie during the game.
3: Y- you know what? He, that's he's classy. classy. That's, the that's Gophers disqual- are
4: classy.
1: That's should disqual- What are we in, in the fifties? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We're done that with, with that. You. Row the boat. Rock some I, I, sweatpants. I'd rather um, have a, I'm fine with. Khakis. I'd rather have a
4: sweater vest than than a sweater vest. Yeah, kind of like the who? True? What was what was the guy for Ohio State? Oh, a Jim Tressel. Yeah, I'd rather have the sweater vest <laughs> than, a, than a tie. That's yeah. just ugly. Yeah.
3: He's yeah. he's he's starting a new trend. I don't like it.
1: Um, and an then the trend. last one, the sporting news has Western playing Utah State in the New Mexico Bowl. Um, but if they want to get to that Appalachian State game, they pretty much, I think, got to finish at eight and four. So that means they got to really buckle down. And take out their rival in MTSU. Let's uh, go ahead and start previewing that game. MTSU, four and seven on the year, three and four. They're not going to go to a bowl game, but you best believe they would love to go out beating their rivals, especially here on the Hill. Now, the Blue Raiders really rely on their sophomore quarterback, Asher O'Hara, 2,135 passing yards per game, 900 rushing yards. Dang. He leads the team in rushing, and he's fifth in Conference USA in rushing. So I guess he's a poor man's like Lamar Jackson of Conference USA. I, I, I mean, you mean Wim Bowden? I would say um, a guy that lives in a box, man. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm like I'm, poor, I'm making a small comparison. I'm just saying he man. runs the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, that he does. Yes, um, but. Asher O'Hara, got to watch out for him, that WKU defense. But overall, the Blue Raiders, their defense has just been atrocious. They rank last in Conference USA. They're 10th against the rush, last against the pass, last in sacks. The really only thing they're good at is getting interceptions. Fourth in, fourth in Conference USA with 10. So looking at all all this stuff, it's it's really looking like Ty Story, could have a field day.
3: Yeah, especially because WKU has been peaking at the right time. You had blowout win against Arkansas. You had a dominating victory against Southern Miss. And I think they have a very good chance in doing the same against the Blue Raiders. I know it's a rivalry game, but, I mean, last in total defense in a pretty mediocre conference, I mean, I would say WKU should have this
1: one. And if you look at the Blue Raiders' schedule, at the beginning they have played a really hard non-conference schedule. They played Michigan, Duke, and Iowa. So you know you you're like oh they're four and seven but they've you know they played hard hard teams well they did lose against Rice uh, two weeks ago that was their first
3: win Rice's first win yeah thirty
1: one to twenty eight was the final in that one they do have a win against Marshall this season first week of October so I feel like this is a team that just. Really inconsistent. If they get hot, they can be, you can, Western can be in trouble.
4: Well, I feel really good about Western's chances this week because, I mean, you're telling, you know, that um, the quarterback guy, I'll repeat his name. Ash time. O'Hara. Ash O'Hara, I mean, as good as a runner as he is, I mean, we've seen that WKU can shut down any type of offense. I mean, we got the big running offense from Army. Shut that down. We got an air raid offense at Southern Miss. Shut that down. I mean, even though Arkansas is not good, I mean, they'd probably be one of the best teams in Conference USA. Shut them down. So, I'm very confident in WKU's chance. And you're telling me that WKU's probably – probably our weaknesses are – probably WKU's weakness is their offense. If you're telling me that, you know, we could go up against the worst team in Conference USA defense, i feel great about the game.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're definitely right, Tori. But, like I said before, 8-4 and four just – you know how big that would be? We all coming into this season just man, it would be so nice if Western could finish the year six and six oh, yeah. and get in the getting the bowl. And now we're talking about eight and four. And it, it really is a shame just to see how how far this team could have gone because FAU officially like Marshall and FAU, it's gonna come down to the last week. Um there's no way that Western can make it to the Conference USA Championship game, even if FAU loses this next week and Western beats MTSU. Obviously, FAU has the mm. tiebreaker because they beat them. It'd be the same for Marshall. Well, Marshall took a tumble
5: this
3: week. Actually,
1: they yeah, they lost, lost. So yeah. it'd be a little different, but it really doesn't matter. Um, so it's a shame that they win on that two-game, you know, that two-game stretch where they lost to Marshall and FAU. Um, but just overall. So far just- I mean
4: every game that they've lost besides Louisville could have been definitely preventable I mean you take Central Arkansas game that makes you nine and three I mean assuming you win this week against Mtsu yeah that makes you nine and three you win that game against FAU at home that makes you 10 and two 11 and one if you beat Marshall you know which very could well could happen so I mean from a certain aspect it's disappointing to finish eight four but I mean Asking a WKU fan, they'd be ecstatic about what happened mm-hmm. this and,
2: season. And to think none of this would have happened if Stephen Duncan didn't get hurt.
4: That's very true. That's very true. You have I a point very there. True, you true. have a point there. Yes. And it wouldn't have happened if um, our guy Shanley would have. <laughs> oh. Hey, Kavaris Thomas
3: threw a pass this weekend. That you he know, did. Right?
4: That he did. So, <laughs> a completion <laughs> I, for that I'm matter. just
1: telling you right now, if David Shanley were to come in, I mean, we'd be talking college football playoff. He would have started the year. But that's just my opinion. Oh, goodness. The Thanksgiving break did not start off well for WKU men's basketball. They took a tumble on Friday night against Bowling Green in the Paradise Jam. We're going to discuss that when we return. And the WKU volleyball team, to no surprise, are Conference USA champions. We'll be right back to discuss that all. You're listening to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7.
0: Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7.
1: Welcome back to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 917. Harrison, so I've noticed that when I start segments, I let the music play a little bit. I start, you know, bobbing my <laughs> head and I get distracted. And Harrison, a lot of times, will look over at me like, Matthew, you are going to say something? Are you, like what are you doing? No, I was li- just
6: I was
5: just worried that I didn't know that if there was like a mic issue or something. Oh, I like I the think delay. It's funny. Yeah. I,
3: think I think the, the delay is, is good.
1: Yeah, I
5: like it. yeah, I actually enjoy it. I, 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 there's a little bit of fear, but then I, I, I trust you and I know that you're gonna start it soon. But so well, it's well, all good. It's that's okay. That's good, good to okay. hear.
1: Red Zone Radio on Revolution ninety one seven. Matthew Hargrove, <laughs> John Alden, Tori Bowling, our producer Harrison Valk, with our reporters Patrick Carey, Ryan Ryan Gooden, and Caden Gaylord. WKU men's basketball lost on Friday. I don't know. I guess they were chilling too much at the beach, got distracted, and they took a loss, 77-75 to 75 against Bowling Green. I'm pretty sure I said that, against Bull- yeah. the Bowling Green Falcons. WKU player stats, Charles Bassey went 5 for 11, 19 points, 12 rebounds. Tavion, 8 for 13, 19 points, 6 rebounds. But they could not stop that bad man, Justin Turner, 10 for 19, 27 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. And then you had Dylan Fry, who went 5 for for 7 from behind the arc. He finished with 19. And there you go. You got another example of Western not being able to stop that number one guy. And it cost him, obviously. So, what happened in this one, guys?
4: I mean, you think about it. WKU doesn't really have that one guy you can go to for defensive stops. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily think of – Cameron Justice or Tavian Hollingsworth as lockdown defenders, and those are going to be your two lead guards for most of the game.
1: And I guess the guy would—I don't know about you guys, but probably J- Josh Anderson. That's, but yeah. the problem is—is is you do you have Josh? In for that last, like the last five minutes of the game, because to score because you
4: need Jared Savage yeah. shooting the space to four to get pretty good offense down the stretch. It's it is kind of a conundrum that WKU is going to have to figure out as season goes on. And speaking of shooting, Cam Justice did not help the
3: Hilltoppers at all. He went one for nine from the three point line, one for twelve overall with only five points. I mean, just one three extra could have made the difference right there.
1: Yeah. Well, also what. Uh, could have helped them as well as the free throw shooting. They went 17 for 28.
4: Yeah, and WKU has been a really good free throw shooting team. They've honestly shot the ball tremendously this season. I mean, they—I mean, it was a blowout to um, Campbellsville, but I mean, they—it was their another game this season where they shot over 50. percent But they've been really good from the free throw line. That's disappointing to see, and, and it ultimately probably cost them the loss.
1: Yeah, well, they bounced back on Saturday against Illinois State. They got a, the win, 83 to 69. Cam Justice, he rebounded as well. Seven for 14, four for six from three. Nineteen points, three re- rebounds, four assists. It was nice to see Jared Savage have a big game. Sixteen points, two two threes in that one. Uh, Illinois State, their big player was Ricky Torres. Fifteen points for him. They played they play Fordham uh, in the tournament on monday had a had a day off today but yeah it was nice to see cam justice get back in the groove against illinois state another
3: interesting stat with against illinois state jordan rawls comes off the bench 14 points four for six from three five for eight overall i mean if you're wanting if you're wanting him to be special he's got to have a few breakout games like
1: that yeah definitely
4: and it also kind of um it, it was good news that um jared savage came back and played this week uh you know A lot of people were expecting Mayhem to miss a week or two, but he came back, bounced back, played pretty well against um, Campbellsville, and he had a pretty good weekend as
1: well. Yeah, um, going back to that Bowling Green game, that was a huge loss because obviously everyone knows that you got Louisville coming up, Mm -hmm. number 2 team in the nation. And what's going to get you prepared is the opportunity to play not an amazing team, but it's a solid program in Cincinnati.
4: Yeah, that's that's and what I if was if they
1: would have beat Bowling Green, then, yeah, they would have played the Bearcats. And, mm. you know, that would have been a good test to see where they're at going in to playing Cardinals at Bridgestone.
4: And Cincinnati's probably a lesser Louisville. I mean, Louisville's best player is Jordan Noorra. And then um, Cincinnati's best player is a guy named of Jaron Cumberland. He's a legit basketball player. He's probably just a, a little below in the level, but I mean, it would have probably really. And plus, they, them.
1: yeah, they say they would have played Cincinnati, and won that game. I mean, you're feeling real confident. But now I mean, that, losing to Bowling Green and
4: that adds another win to your NCAA uh, projections. Yeah, so. resume
1: looks resume looks a whole lot better. Um, but yeah, Black Friday, it's gonna be fun. I don't know what the turnout's going to be. You think there's going to be more? Oh, 100%. More Louisville? Oh, more more Louisville fans,
3: but I definitely think that Bridgestone's going to be packed. I'm not saying it's going to be a sold-out game, but, I mean, it's a rare opportunity for WKU to get to go down to Nashville and play against one of the top two
4: teams in the nation right now.
1: Yeah, well, they can't get ahead of themselves. They definitely got to win that Fordham game. My
4: fear is more of the crowd for the WKU-MTSU football game. I mean, well, really, no, no yeah. students. I, oh I, yeah, I
5: I agree with you there. I feel like it's gonna be, like maybe sort of full, like with with, with like residents of Bowling Green, but student wise, I don't think it's there's gonna be a whole lot of because people are gonna be home from th- or at home for Thanksgiving and. But yeah. also,
4: there's a lot of WKU students in Nashville, so uh, I mean, they might may. they might they might make the trip. It, they might make the trip to, down. The, to the Louisville game, but the MTSU game, I'm not so sure. So,
6: Tori, do you think there will be more people at the Louisville game than there will be at the? WKU-MTSU game?
4: I, I don't think there's any doubt about that.
6: No doubt.
3: It's, plus, they're offering students, I think, the first several hundred get a free no, ticket they, or No, they all.
1: They oh, every WKU week. student yeah. gets in for free. They,
5: may, they may give, like, a free t-shirt to the
6: first I mean, do you disagree with that, Ryan? No, I, I was just... Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, obviously nobody's going to be coming to that MTSU game. It'll probably be cold anyway. And people it,
4: will be more motivated to make the trip for that Louisville basketball game than they will the MTSU game. Uh,
6: yes, but which one is going to win? <laughs>
3: Hey, you never know. In basketball, I think it's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot better of a chance to upset a top team just because there's so many parts of the game that can swing one direction. If a lot of WKU shooters get hot, and Charles Bassey stays out of foul trouble, and WKU's got their top players playing the majority of the game, I'm not saying they'll win, but it's going to be. It could, it could be a lot closer than people. That's going
4: to that's going to be big because Stephen Enoch is is Louisville's best big man if. If Bassett can stay out of foul trouble, mm-hmm. that that'll be the key. But if he gets in foul trouble, I think WKU is helpless if he gets y- in foul yes, trouble. Absolutely.
6: Well, and it doesn't help that this is on a neutral site. I mean, if it, if we're talking about WKU at home, I mean, you can give a home field advantage or home court advantage or whatever. But um, you're on the ro- you're basically on the road to Nashville. You're at a neutral site, um, and we just talked about how Western cannot stop the other team's best yeah. player. How what will Jordan Owala do against yeah. us? That's and not only
1: more,
4: but uh, I think it's Samuel Williams. Same, so, yeah,
6: Samuel Williams. Yeah, he he he's he's a can score too.
1: Yeah, Noir is averaging twenty-two points per game, seven rebounds. I mean, he's an absolute beast. And then you got Dar- Darius Perry, seven assists per game. That's that's uh, that's pretty good. Only six six point six points per game, but yeah, he he knows how to feed the ball, obviously. So, like you were talking about, you know, Charles Bassie anyway can swing. You know, it's not like football. Oh, Basketball is no. way different. We see this in March Madness. How do you see Western, if they are going to get this win, what do they got to do? If they
3: are going to win, Charles Bassey has to be dominant because I definitely see Louisville is going to be planning, we are going to attack the rim, we are going to make Charles Bassey play defense, and if he isn't playing a clean game, that immediately takes WK out and of that's, the game. And that's
1: what happened in the Wisconsin game. I mean, he shut down Ethan Happ, and that was Wisconsin's best mm-hmm. player.
4: Not only is Bassey going to stay out tr- foul trouble, I think Carson Williams is the key to this game. I mean, he's been playing tremendously this season. If he can score the way he's been scoring, and rebound the ball, and just play as well as he's been playing, I think WK really has a shot. If not, you know, uh, Louisville's uh, front court probably gets the best of him. Yeah, I
1: think uh, consistently consistency is going to be in key in this one. If Jared Savage and Cameron Justice are hitting threes, then That's Louisville's going to have a problem.
6: That's my one doubt of this uh, with this team is. Can can we get Cam or Tavion going against these Louisville guards? Because you know Louisville is known for, for like their guard defensive play yes. and I just don't know if Tavion's gonna be able to handle that very well.
4: But honestly, another key is not only Bassi staying out of foul trouble, but if Enoch gets in foul trouble, Louisville's pretty thin in their front court yeah. because they gotta play Aiden Izihana. I really like him, but he's so raw. I mean he <laughs> he can't he can't really play in this game much if if he didn't get some foul trouble.
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun one. Let's uh shift over to Caden Gaylord has got our WKU volleyball update. Conference USA champions. Take it away, Caden.
2: So I think we uh, we suffered from a little deja vu today. Uh, the volleyball team they beat Rice in the CUSA Conference Overrated. Championship, three to two. <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little different this time. You know, the teams traded the first two sets, and then in the third set, like. They were matched pretty evenly throughout most of the game. Like, they kept trading points throughout most of the game. I kept having to change the story about 15 times. Uh, It was crazy. Uh, Western ended up taking it in the fifth set, pulling away there. Five different Lady Toppers had 10 kills or more. Lauren Matthews had 21 kills. And it it was just the fact that they could go into Rice and beat them twice in a season. In Houston. In Houston. And beat them for the championship. When this Rice team beat Texas, who is a top three team in the nation for volleyball already this season, I think it's pretty amazing. So, so,
1: when is the, I guess, first week for the NCAA tournament?
2: So, it's like the first week of December. So, selection the selection show is next Sunday, December 1st at 730, and then it'll start. The tournament, should, I think, it starts December 3rd. So,
1: they actually might get those home tournament games while students are here because yes. if they you know if the tournament was going on and they were hosting in the middle of December that would be a problem for you know attendance wise I think but I think that's huge first week of December I mean big time power 5 school comes into western diddle's got to be packed oh yeah no doubt
3: you got those early games especially when you saw the last home game wk played against a lot of people came out they know this volleyball team's good i think they're going to take full advantage of having those last two weeks i think it is before uh before the semester lets out
1: yeah definitely and then some awards uh correct me if i'm wrong kaden but you got travis hudson winning coach of the year no surprise lauren matthews i think one player of the year player of the year lauren matthews is just when you watch her it's like I mean, she's LeBron. She just takes over games. And this is WKU's
4: conference. Well, this is a volleyball school. I mean. Yeah, it is. So, so none of this should be surprising, but 27 game win streak. Let's just take that all the way to the ship. I know.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. 31 uh, 1 right now. Yeah. You got uh, Paige Briggs won freshman of the year, and then Nadia Judeneg won uh, setter of the year, yes. I believe. Just so, sweep them all. Just. And Good what's it, the scariest
6: thing about that, Matthew? All three of those players. They'll be back next year. They'll be back
1: next Ooh. year.
5: Kane, I and, got so, a question. and so will Travis Hudson.
1: Kane, I got a question for you.
3: And you so have... will Travis Hudson, the goat. <laughs> you may stay or may and... not know the answer to this question, but when they when they played Louisville, can you remind me like what the set count was in that game?
2: It was three one.
3: Okay, so they did get a set
2: against Louisville. They
3: didn't get swept. so yeah. that's, good, that's good too.
2: And it was like early in the season, the team was still coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, Nadia and Logan Kale—they were both transfers, <laughs> still getting set into the team. And so, I mean, every game after that, they've won. And Most of them have been sweeps. Mm -hmm. I believe they have 20, uh, 22 sweeps this year. I think it is 22. So when is the bracket release, Caden? When's the what? I'm sorry. The bracket. Oh, next Sunday, December 1st.
3: Okay, cool. They need a broom closet in their locker room for all the sweeps they got.
2: I mean, they lead the nation in almost everything. (laughs) Sophia leads the nation in aces. They lead the nation in win percentage. They have the best record in the nation. They lead the nation in sweeps. So they're just taking over. So I think
1: they can get pretty far in the tournament. Yeah, it's – it's crazy. I'm not. I'm, I'm. done watching college football. I'm just telling you guys oh, that on. right now, and I'll tell you why uh, when okay. we return on Red Zone <laughs> Radio
0: on Revolution 91.7. Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports, you're in the Red Zone right here on Revolution 91.7. So,
1: everyone loves the weekend's. Everyone loves the weekend. No Believe me, I'm a b- no school college football. Restaurants are open later. I'm a big Saturday night guy. Yeah. And there is nothing that beats my Saturday nights when the Oregon Ducks are playing, especially on prime time. They're two games away from facing, you know, most likely Utah in the Pac 12 championship. And they just come out flat and lose to Herm Edwards. There it goes.
4: And not only College Herm Edwards. football playoff chances. Not playoffs? You talking about playoffs? Are you talking about playoffs? Not anymore. You play to win the game. Not only Herm Edwards. Marvin Lewis. That, that's got hurt. <laughs> that, that's got to that's sting a little bit more.
1: <laughs> we got Patrick in here, and I was telling him when we were off the air, I'm not used to losing my teams. I'm not used to losing to Marvin Lewis.
4: I mean, not only is it hurt the, I mean, the playoff chances are over, out, over zero. Plus, you
1: know, Georgia, everyone no. just loses the rest of their no. games. But then <laughs> you lose
4: not. to Marvin Lewis. That's just the, the
1: of all people. It was all bad. People. So that is why I'm not the, watching. They were 100 percent going, going to win that year.
4: game until that 81 yard touchdown.
1: Yeah, they were. I mean, back. they got hot. It was, it was a good finish. It was, it was a good. finish. It was finish. a good game. It was a good game. A um, couple stats from the. That game, Arizona State final score thirty-one to twenty-eight. Justin Herbert, twenty for thirty-six, three hundred and four passing yards, two passing touchdowns. But what really killed the Ducks was in back-to-back drives in the fourth quarter. He threw two picks, and that's something that Justin Herbert is so good at: is the ability to not turn over. The not ball. only two
4: picks, but they were on Oregon side of the field. Yes, so
1: just key key picks by just thrown by Justin Herbert. Johnny Johnson, the third receiver for Oregon, ten receptions, two hundred and seven receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns, and then freshman Jaden Daniels. I mean, you got to give it up for the freshman. Twenty-two for thirty-two, four hundred eight passing yards, three passing touchdowns. He did whatever he wanted yeah, he against like that he, Ducks defense. He looks
4: like he's twelve years old out there.
6: Yeah, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan said
1: something, man. He is. I mean, what? Well, I mean, he one eighty-five, one eighty. 180. Yeah. I mean he's he was skinny that Arizona State quarterback.
6: Yeah, he looked I mean, if I was five eleven, that'd be me out there. So if yeah, that tells it, you anything about football.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so you know, if, if there's any chance that the Pac twelve gets into the college there's football not. playoff, which we'll talk about that here in a second. Let me like, hold <laughs> on. Um as it always it, it's does. It's gotta be Sigma. it's gotta be Utah if there's any chance. And it probably doesn't help Utah's case that Oregon loss, because now Oregon's probably going to be out of the top ten. And it would have looked good for Utah, you know, to get a top six win, maybe even top five. Uh, the other big game from yesterday, number two, Ohio State beat Penn State. Now, early on, it was looking like Ohio State was just going to oh, run man. away with it. 14-0 at halftime. Got a touchdown right out of the gate to start the second half. 21 nothing. But then, Will Levis... Penn State backup quarterback comes in, and was doing pretty decent. He was. Let him a little bit of a comeback. Twenty-one fourteen, twenty-one seventeen. It, it helped. Little.
3: It helped that Penn State also got a lot of turnovers. They
1: did. Yeah, that defense yeah, the, the, was. Yeah, the
4: fumble bug hit the hit, hit the bucket. Yeah,
1: and also, I mean, beginning of the game, Justin Fields uh, fumbled in the end zone. Yep. Fields wasn't really sharp uh, in. In yesterday's game, 16 for 22, 188 passing yards, 68 rushing yards, two passing touchdowns. They really relied on J.K. Dobbins. Jeez Louise, 36 carries, 157 rushing yards. I mean, I was getting Ezekiel Elliott flashbacks.
4: I think if it weren't for Ohio State being so many blowout games this year in that awful Big Ten, I think that J.K. Dobbins would be up there for Ohio. Let me.
3: I got a question for you. Do you think Ohio State blowing out teams has something to say about the Big Ten or how bad the Big Ten is or how good Ohio State is? Because you can say the same thing about Alabama in previous years.
4: Uh, yeah, both. I, I will say that Alabama has played no one in the SEC besides – LSU this year, and so I think if if they went out and just beat Penn State to death, then I would say yeah, okay, maybe. But they they haven't really played anybody either. And I I, I said this before the show, the the Big Ten's mediocre. The more I watch, the more I come to realize that it's really mediocre.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Tuesday college football playoff show will be on. Ohio State's probably going to still be in that two spot. Obviously, Oregon is probably going to be out of the top ten. So now the question is, is there any chance that maybe Utah or Oklahoma, John, you like maybe Minnesota, Mm. can slip in considering I still don't think that – is Caden – I can't see him. He's probably shaking his head. He's laughing. (laughs) He's laughing. laughing. I still don't think that those teams can get in if Alabama beats Auburn this weekend. That's going to be a massive game. But if Auburn does beat Alabama, who's got the best shot?
3: Here's the interesting thing, though. Even if Alabama does win, let's just say Minnesota beats Wisconsin against that Big Ten championship game against Ohio State. Would you? Ta- I know Alabama on paper is a better team. I just want to go say this for you all. Give me your random hot take Alabama, whatever you want to call it. But if Minnesota goes in to beat an undefeated Ohio State team with an extra game and a conference championship, can they bump into the the playoff, not necessarily have two Big Ten teams in, but can Minnesota with that win over Ohio State in a Big Ten championship, something that Alabama won't get to play in, an SEC championship, can that bump them into the playoff? I think it can.
1: See I I think it can as well. Because here's the problem oh, as Tory is biting his nails. Oh my goodness. They're not it's not gonna happen because it's the eye test and people's gonna be like, well Alabama who you really think is better, Alabama or Minnesota. But when it comes down to the schedule, I hate it. I hate it just as much as you, John. But when you look at the schedule, Minnesota would have a top-four team win against Penn State at the time. They were fourth in the nation. And then this weekend, if they beat Wisconsin, that's another top-25 win. And then, yeah, let's say a miracle happens and they beat the number-two team in the nation. You're telling me that you would put the Big Ten champion who beat Ohio State, you would not put them over Alabama? Correct. Their best win on the year is Auburn? They don't even yeah. have a top 25 win this year. Correct.
3: Please tell me then why Alabama would get in a blind eye test on, if you're looking hold on. at those statistics. Before we, get to Alabama, it's awful. before
4: we get to Alabama, there's another wrinkle to this you have to add in. The LSU-Georgia game in the SEC championship game. Someone's going to win. Let's say it's Georgia. Then Oof. you're going to have to put in LSU, Georgia, Clemson, and, I mean. Does Georgia we already have a second loss? No. No.
6: Let's take John's gone. thing here and say Minnesota beats Ohio State, and hypothetically speaking, I think that takes Ohio State out more than it puts Minnesota in. Uh,
4: I, I, I don't know. Uh, it makes me uncomfortable because I There's so they, many there's no teams scenario. that are on the bubble right now. There's, it is ridiculous. The problem is there's no scenario where I think Minnesota is even close to top 14. The no.
2: Country. They're See, not yeah. getting in no matter what happens. I mean, here's we, the thing,
4: though. Everyone thought Penn State-Ohio
3: State could be a good game. Minnesota defeated Penn State by five.
2: Penn they State was been overrated all year. They ha- they, they've been on the fringe all they year. They still
3: put up a fight uh, against Ohio State better than anybody else has this season.
4: But, John, do you – do I
3: legitimately think Minnesota has the talent to be the best team in the country? No. But sometimes the best teams Man, can just, win the championship. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, like, like, I,
4: I'm not hammering you. I, I think it's I think it's a reasonable argument. Yeah. I just don't think that there is any way that I will like you say the eye test is a bad way to go. I mean, I want the best four teams in this tournament. Well but sometimes look, the, best the best
3: four teams don't do enough
4: to win.
2: We'll look at Minnesota like I feel we like like the look at
4: UCS. I mean it's pretty objective, but. Yeah, it is. But it's better than just going blind. I'm mean, thinking about it, But Before, you're going by stats. Brian Resume stats. would have put
6: UFC, UCF in the playoffs two years ago. Think about and it. And do the you term- term- think they would have won? No. Think Does anybody?
3: Negative. But here's the thing put it in terms of the NCAA March Madness. How many times. There's
6: 64 teams in that. You can't. I'm,
3: you can't how many them. times do the best four teams get to the Final Four? It hardly ever happens. I'm Obviously, f- football is different than basketball. My, but my point being is the best teams don't always do enough to deserve to get into the Final Four. And that's the case I'm making for teams like Minnesota, Oklahoma, Utah. That's why they should have a
4: chance well, if they've done enough to get in. Well, until
6: is, until it, they do enough, I don't, I don't they, want to hear Minnesota's name win in the Oklahoma. Final Four.
4: I mean, if they win the... Big Twelve Championship. Does the Big Twelve have a championship now? They do. They yes. do. Don't they? Okay. There's another one-loss team with a conference championship. But
3: who would who would who'd Oklahoma be facing in that conference championship? Are they in the same side as Baylor? Baylor. Pro- uh, oh. Yes,
4: I believe it's Baylor.
3: So if they, if they did play Baylor, I would say that could potentially be enough to get them in two wins over Baylor. One of them when they were undefeated.
4: Now, so. I will say this. I know this isn't your argument, but I don't think this will happen because the last time we were talking about Minnesota possibly making the playoff, they went ahead and lost to Iowa the next week. So, right. I fully expect them to lose to Wisconsin this yeah, week. Yeah, which is fine. Oh,
6: but, like, the, the realistic I'm, thing here all, is... oh it's
3: a rivalry game. I'm, I just, taking, I'm taking the Gophers. The Big this. I mean, I know it's not Pick'ems yet, but that's yeah, who I'm taking. for Pickums. The Big Ten's coming closer to the Pac-12 than we all realize. Well, you
6: all... Oh. This is so true. Anyway, oh, the, go ahead, the hey, main go ahead,
3: thing... Hey. When Ohio State wins the or wins this college football playoff, we'll talk later. No,
4: uh, well... Okay, that's fair, but I'm talking about the whole conference. Ohio State's a very good football team. Yeah. but I,
6: yeah. Ohio State's the only thing keeping the Big Ten afloat.
4: Absolutely. No, it's not that bad. What about Oregon and Utah? What's keeping
3: anything afloat in the Pac-12? You can't even compare the two conferences. Utah,
1: man, <laughs> if, even if they win the Pac-12 championship and finish with one loss, they have a loss against USC.
4: Now, uh, like, like you said, if Minnesota wins – and then Georgia beats you All chaos breaks loose. And
3: you can't even leave. Uh, about this whole conference thing. The ACC. If Clemson screws up, nobody has a chance there. I mean, we're having this oh, conversation. Oh yeah, well, Clemson well These
6: are a bunch of what ifs. Well, here's what's actually going to happen. Here is that we're going to have two SEC teams in. No matter what. I, I
4: it agree. doesn't matter I who's going to no be. No matter what. I think no matter. No, what. no matter what. That you, you can't <sighs> tell me that there are not two of the best four teams in the SEC. <sighs> okay. I don't
3: need to quit this argument, but my point being, there needs to be a better way for the committee to decide who gets in than just the best teams should be playing each other because the best teams don't always do enough to get in the Final Four.
1: End of story. Moneyball. Follow the stats. Everyone's seen the movie. It didn't win him a championship. Yeah, it didn't win a case.
6: championship. But
5: right. it created a new method to help win yeah. Yeah. championships and to uh, get to man. the okay. champs. Okay. Okay. Of
1: going
6: off
4: analytics,
1: thank go off Overrated
4: movie because Minnesota the Athletics may not never win even won a play. They may not, not
1: win it all, place. but they for dang sure deserve <laughs> to be in it. And, they, I, and right? they broke, they broke a record, walk. too.
5: They broke, broke a record, too. I have they seen the movie, the Athletics
4: even won a postseason series since Moneyball? No. If the Gophers, are <laughs> in. That's all that
1: matters. They're in. We're talking about in. We're If the Gophers What's defy like the odds,
4: if the Gophers
1: defy the
3: odds and get in the playoff and win the whole thing, I'm coming back in the spring to have one show on air where I just ram all of you. Well, That's I'm fine. Glad we don't have to see you next semester. I'll come. I'll be coming back. I'll be coming back if that if that is the case. Mark my words. And then Indiana
1: will be back as a basketball program. With all hey,
3: programs. hey, you know what? That's a pretty rarity as well. We'll see, but whatever.
1: But yeah, so a big week. Uh, so a big week in college football coming up, rivalry week. You got Auburn, Alabama, Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Kentucky, Louisville, Florida, Kentucky, Florida State. Louisville. It's just Ohio State, Michigan, and I think that one will be interesting because it is in Michigan. So um, just yeah, big weekend ahead of us, especially for considering the pickup standings because. John and Caden are battling it out. He got a few and games
3: ahead of me this week, A few games ahead,
1: and we'll get into that in the last segment. A little bit of NFL talk before we go to Ryan's rant. Um, taking a look at the AFC standings. Patriots, you got they're, they're in first, 10 and 10-1 on the year. Ravens are 8-2. They play tomorrow and Monday night football against the Rams. You got the Texans in third, seven and 7-4. Chiefs have just really been a disappointment. I know Mahomes has been out but seven and four.
4: Defense is still kind of shy. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they're hit or miss.
1: Yeah. Uh Bills have been really the biggest surprise. I mean, eight and three. Uh, if the Patriots will lost today one game back. And the Bills, I'm pretty sure I have a weak schedule throughout. They may play the Patriots one more time. You know
4: what's the most disappointing thing ever? What? The Bills are playing on Thanksgiving. I don't want to watch the Bills.
6: Yes. I, I
1: was looking at Thanksgiving matchups. They're just not good. Who do they play on Thanksgiving? Lions, they play Bears, the Cowboys. I don't want to Oh, watch that's going to be a boring Lions, game. Yeah. Bills, Cowboys, and then Saints, Falcons. Who in the heck scheduled these games? I don't know, but...
3: Unfortunately, uh, the Lions and the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving, though. That's one of the default. yeah. But yeah. you know,
1: I don't mind that as long as they're playing. I guess Lions Bears would be interesting if Stafford was playing. But Lions lost to the Redskins today. That game Bears should kill them. Cowboy. I mean, I guess maybe Cowboys Bills could be interesting. I'd but also the like Saints- Falcons yeah. game. I'd also say the best team the Bills have beaten is probably the Titans. Yeah, just that, and it was and it was fourteen to seven. I mean, it was. Slim. This just right. shows, Very shows how, how and I'm pretty sure the Titans missed four field goals that game.
6: This just shows how, how weak the AFC is. Yeah,
1: because yeah. then uh going back to the standings, you got uh Duck Hodges and the Steelers at six and five. <laughs> James Conner and Juju are out like they were it, yeah, uh,
4: Benny Snell played great today.
1: Benny Snell, how about uh, Patrick? That must have been even worse. Seeing the Bengals lose to the Steelers, and then your boy Benny Snell just running up all on them. <laughs> I was loving it. Um, and then you look at the NFC. You got the Niners in first, nine and one, big game tonight against the Packers. That's also in our pick'em. So we got to wait for that game. Packers in third, at eight and two. You got the Saints at nine and two. They're in second. And what's really interesting is. It's really looking like the Cowboys and Eagles, the only way they're going to get a playoff spot is they got to win the division. And, I mean, the Eagles have really struggled. Five and six, had a bad loss today against the Seahawks, but they're only one game back. Cowboys are six and five on the year. Uh, the Seahawks are nine and two. And, I, I mean, it's looking like probably whoever wins the division, Cowboys or Eagles, are going to have to play the Seahawks in the first round. Uh, so that's going to be dangerous. And then the sixth seed are are the Vikings at eight and three. And then you got the Rams six and four, and Bears maybe five and six. Probably not going to happen.
6: Uh, this goes back to my point of the ASC being weak. The sixth seed in the NFC is the Vikings at eight and three. And on the other side, you have the Steelers. That's yeah, six, and five. six and five. Hey, part I
4: think my it's words. the Browns will make the playoffs. <laughs> they
6: they have the weakest schedule on the second half. I've ever seen my entire life. Be interesting. It looks like Ooh. the only. They, they, do
5: they play the Ravens in the next game set of games? They do. I feel is, like that's Ravens gonna be like the only challenging.
6: That is the only one.
5: <laughs> yeah, the only challenge because I like what I've seen from Lamar Jackson this season. I think uh, he has Lamar's a shot of being.
6: I think I yeah. think he has MVP. a shot MVP. MVP. He's my MVP Favorite.
1: vote right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Probably, yeah, after that, um, and then to. that Patriots Cowboys. <gasps> uh, game i mean it the weather was just god awful raining it I, I don't know how cold it was it had to have been maybe high 30s, yeah, high 30s low 40s it just looked awful <laughs> defensive game 13 to 9 tom brady 17 for 3790 <clears throat> passing yards one passing touchdown and then you got dak 19 for 33 212 passing yards one interception didn't even have a touchdown uh, does
4: anybody remember the last time tom brady threw over 30 yards I mean I hate to sound like Barry McCockinher but I mean like, I mean he
6: is not a top 10 quarterback this year no, maybe not even top 15.
1: I mean I love you know. Tom Brady but you know when it when it gets playoff time and it's 3 to 3 and yeah. the Patriots have the final drive you best believe I'm going to bet on I Tom agree. Brady. I, I will too. To but you are right, he's
6: got yeah, one right. drive but he he cannot sustain that throughout the season any longer. Like we're, we got to quit giving him the pass like he's done he's the greatest of all time we'll give him that. Mm. But
4: but what do you expect out of a 45-year-old man? That's what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, but
6: but he's not he's not even a top hey, 15 get quarterback. Get out here with that ant.
4: Eh. Pay respect. Eh. You time. can't say
1: the that goat. he's not a top 10 because I'm relying, <laughs> on, because I'm relying yes, on that man to get me the win in crunch time. You're relying uh, on, that uh, rely on that defense, defense to get yeah. you the win. No, no I'm relying on, on if it's 3-3 three to three and it's the final drive, Tom Brady's me field goal. I think I can name field quarterbacks better than Tom Brady right now. I can name
6: at least 12 13, if we probably. had more time. Well, we don't
1: right. have more time, but Tom Brady. more Jackson. Tom I'll throw this that that. at you. This is my
6: last thing i got to say about this. The the Patriots could have won five games if their defense had only played. If the offense just took <laughs> knees the entire game, the defense would have won five games for them.
1: You're going to hear more from Ryan. He's got his rant coming up next yeah. on Red Old Zone toy. Radio on Revolution 91.7.
0: Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7.
1: Welcome back to Red Zone Radio, Revolution. <laughs> I heard someone coughing. Start the show. Uh, hey, Red uh, Zone Radio, Revolution <laughs> ninety can, can we
4: get a, a Twitter poll up? Uh, Doug Hodges or Tom Brady?
5: For uh,
4: I'm
1: just for, saying. I think the real Twitter he's poll undefeated.
3: should be Who should deserves that four spot now, in the college granted, football playoff? Now, granted,
1: the wins are against the L. A. Chargers and the winless Cincinnati Bengals, but that's as good as all. That's Allen. not his fault. He's just. When Mike Tomlin calls him to come into the game, he doesn't pick and choose the games he's going to play. Now, there's a good chance he'll play next week, and they play the Browns. So, Sorry, Miles
4: Garrett, baby.
1: Miles Garrett will not
4: play that game. Harrison, real talk.
3: The poll needs to be... Which four? Te- which of the four teams deserves the fourth spot? Alabama, <laughs> Oklahoma, Utah, or Minnesota? We why not? not why
5: there. not do two? Why not do one with why Tom not? Brady and uh, what was his name? No, Duck? we were just kidding.
3: No, we, we were just kidding about just that. One. I'm it serious be, be, about my poll. Poorly. Okay, I can like do it. 83% so
5: Alabama, it. LSU, Clemson, there's and Ohio.
3: Alabama. Who deserves who, the fourth the spot? Alabama, Utah, Oklahoma, or Minnesota?
1: Tell me, Georgia deserves Okay, got All right. So those are the top four, right now. You heard that poll. Let's get to Ryan's rant. We're we're running out of time. What you got for us, Ryan? Oh, I forgot to introduce ourselves. Red Zone Radio Revolution 917, <laughs> Matthew Hargrove, John Alden, Tory Bowling, producer Harrison Balk, Ryan Gooden, our reporters. He's about to give us a rant. Caden Gaylord and <laughs> Patrick Harry. Go away, Mr. Gooden.
6: All right, so um, I don't know if anybody heard the news, but the NBA is trying to add new rules. I just want a few minutes on this because this is – very interesting to me um so the first one they they try to change for this is the upcoming season that hasn't been done yet um is reseeding the playoffs which i've been for since the whole 2018 houston rockets golden state warriors western conference finals that should have been the nba finals um they the proposal is to let the playoffs play out until the final four teams so each conference finals and then they reseed which is one through four so who's got the best record and what so like For 2018's case, it would have been Houston would have been the number one team, Golden State would have been two, and then uh, Cavs would have been three, and whoever they played would have been four. Um, I don't remember who it was. Celtics.
1: So you would have had the Rockets versus Celtics, and then the Warriors versus Cavs. Right.
6: And then you would have had the Warriors versus Rockets if, you know, the both teams' higher seed won, and that would have been your NBA Finals, which I am totally for, except I would rather it be one through 16. Give me. Eight teams out of each conference, and give me one through 16. I want whoever the best team this year is, which is, I guess, the Lakers by seeding right now, and then the 16th team play each other, and you just have it that way. That way you see who's really the best team in this in this place.
5: And this season would have been the best
4: opportunity to do that with the Clippers and Lakers in the West right now.
6: Really, it would have been. And um, the next one is the midseason tournament, which I don't really want to talk about. All it does is make the regular season more interesting. I like it. I, I mean – It's basically for views. I'm not sure what else you could possibly want from that. Um, And then the last one is, this is one of my favorite ones, a playoff play-in game. Show me, it says here that you're going to have the 7th and 8th team play each other. The winner of that gets the 7th seed. Then you're going to have the ninth and 10th team play each other. And the the winner of the ninth 10th game plays the loser of the 7th, 8th game. And that controls who gets the 8th seed.
3: That sounds magical. It sounds very confusing for some reason.
6: So, <laughs> say the 7-8 team play and the 7 wins. Chris they get the
1: 7 7. He doesn't man. have
3: to re-explain it. I just don't think that's necessary. I
6: don't I do because I believe, I mean, the Spurs, Kings, like teams, Suns, whoever's going to be at like 7-8 are going to be fighting for that 8 spot cuz they don't want to they're not going to be getting a high pick or either way. So you're going to be out of the playoffs or the eighth seed. And I just feel like if you get that eighth seed, you should have to fight for it because the record. Um, and they're also talking about uh, delay or shortening games this year. So, like, instead of 82, it'll be 78 or 77. I, I think that'd be a good idea. I don't understand. Also, I
1: think I saw something where in the middle of the season they do a – Tournament with all thirty teams. Yeah, it's the midseason tournament. Yeah, that's, like that's the one that's okay, like yeah. just basically
6: for views, so that, that the, sounds the, sounds the NBA stupid. regular season doesn't get boring. Well,
1: it just it it just sounds like they're basically taking NBA teams and just doing a college season, basically. Exactly. Basically, like with the seven and eight teams, that's basically like the play in games to yeah. get into the actual tournament. I like
4: it. Uh, also, may I give us some NBA breaking news? Um Magic Johnson tweeted his top sixteen MVP candidates, and he only gave uh, fourteen. Or, my bad, thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> he said my sixteen MVP candidates order, in order, and he only tweeted thirteen. He what might. What was, he his, might was his, have, his top? His number one is LeBron, and then two A is Giannis, two B Luca.
6: Luca okay. should be yeah, should be third. The
4: news. Uh, he also had a uh, Jason Tatum eighth. That's weird. But um, the fact that he said sixteen, there's only thirteen. I, he, this man quit his job just so he could tweet. <laughs> oh <my laughs> his tweets is, are so this funny. Is, this is what he's
0: tweeting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ryan, thank you for that rant. Mm-hmm. When we come back, it's time for pick'ems, Key pickums for John Alden and Caden Gaylord and Matthew Hargrove to get on a last minute run. You're listening to Red Zone Radio on Revolution
0: 91.7. Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports, you're in the Red Zone right here on Revolution 91.7. I get no time.
1: Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7, Matthew Hargrove with John Alden, Tori Bowling, producer Harrison Valk, our reporters, Patrick Carey, Ryan Gooden, and Kaden Gaylord. It's Pickham's time, but before, let's get into some WKU sporting events this week. WKU football takes on MTSU, last game of the season. Senior day, Saturday at 1 o'clock. WKU men's basketball plays... I, I don't know is it the last game in the Paradise Jam tournament against Fordham on Monday? Yes. last game in the tournament Monday at 2:15 and then the big one on Black Friday against Louisville at Bridgestone in Nashville. WKU Women's Basketball will play Tulsa Friday. They got a win today against Central Arkansas. They've been rolling since that opening game loss against Louisville. They play Tulsa on Friday at 2 o'clock and then St. Mary's on Saturday. That is in the St. Mary's Thanksgiving Classic uh, Tournament. WKU Volleyball, we will wait and see. Uh, So let's get into Pick'em's two more weeks it's getting uh it's getting interesting. You got Ken Gaylord in first, eighty-five and thirty-three, John in second, eighty-two and thirty-six, Ryan in third at seventy-eight and forty, Harrison in fourth at seventy-six and forty-two, Tori in fifth at seventy-three and forty-five, and then myself in last, seventy-one and forty-seven. So we're running out of time. Took a took a little while to discuss college football and Ryan's rant. So we're gonna go through them a little quickly first game we're going to start off with is that western kentucky game against mtsu i'm going to go ahead and say that i'm going to choose the tops in this one tory who do you have i got wku john i am also taking the tops harrison go tops ryan tops and caden big rivalry here in kentucky louisville against the kentucky wildcats Kate and who you got in this one?
2: Man, Cats by ninety.
1: Oh, Ryan. Uh, Louisville.
2: That,
1: that's Harrison. Louisville. Uh-oh. John. I'm taking the cards for sure. <laughs> I know you are, Tory.
4: Um, L's down. Go Cats.
1: And I'm gonna take the cards. What? <laughs> you can't tell me that Lynn Bowden's gonna beat Louisville.
4: Lock, hey, lock, their defense is awful. Seriously.
3: Number, yeah, their offense is killer defense. though.
4: Yeah, killers
1: are strong.
3: Kentucky has one
2: of the nope. best defenses All right, continue in the country. On, continue number, on.
1: number 1 LSU taking on Texas A&M last year they had that seven overtime game where Texas A&M won and I believe LSU was 7th ranked in the nation at the time. Does Texas A&M pull off another upset? Tory LSU yeah, I'm gonna go LSU as well, John. I think this
3: game's gonna be closer than it needs to be, but I'm taking LSU.
1: Harrison,
5: go Tigers.
1: Ryan, go Tigers. LSU, go Tigers. Uh, Caden, <coughs> LSU. Next game, I put this on. I'll be attending, but I think it'll be just a decent game. Going? I am cool. going. Uh, my brother's last you know, Mississippi Bowl? State game before he before he graduates. The Egg Bowl in Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Uh, so you know who I'm. I'm taking. I'm taking Mississippi State. Uh, who you got, Tory
4: Yeah, get ready to hear those uh, cowbells. I'll take Mississippi State.
1: Very nice, John. K-
3: no, Caden goes first this time.
1: Caden State.
3: Ryan. Ole Miss. Harrison.
5: Mississippi State.
3: Oof, this is a hard and one. And John. I'll take Ole Miss.
1: <laughs> now, I probably should have mentioned this before, but Mississippi State, if they win yeah, this, they're in a bowl game. Yeah. And they are at home. So, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Purdue. <laughs> if They beat Indiana this
3: weekend, but I don't think that's happening.
1: All right, so we got three minutes. Uh, got to hurry up. Iowa State versus Kansas State. I'm going to go with Ooh. Kansas State.
3: At K-State?
1: Uh, Yes. What about you, Caden? Kansas State. Ryan. K-State. Harrison.
5: I'm going to go with Kansas State.
1: John, yeah, K-State, and Torrey. I quite literally have no idea, so <laughs> uh, give me Iowa State. Ooh, Lone Wolf on that game. Now, this one's going to be a fun one. Number 18, Cincinnati, and these rankings are according to the AP poll that came out. 18, Cincinnati taking on number 17, Memphis. It is at, is it Memphis. at Memphis. I'm going to go with Memphis. Tory, yeah, Memphis has been really good this year. Give me them. He, John, you
3: got a good offense versus a really good defense, and uh, oh gosh, this is a tough one. Oh, uh, well, I'll take the Tigers.
1: Go Tigers. I think I'm going to regret that honestly. Harrison, I'm, them.
2: I'm
5: going with Memphis.
1: Ryan, go Tigers. And Caden,
2: they've been a little. They've been looking a little shaky. Go ahead and give me Cincy.
1: Go Bearcats. <laughs> Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, do we all have Oklahoma? Just yes, to, just yes. Go yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I thought about it, but yeah. Now, Wisconsin, Minnesota. <laughs> Ski you um, Caden. Uh, is it at Minnesota? It's it at is. Minnesota.
6: Minnesota.
3: There you go, I got him on the Ryan.
6: bandwagon. Uh, Wisconsin. Harrison. Minnesota. That's
1: right. Minnesota. <laughs>
6: John.
3: Minnesota.
5: Next person that chooses Wisconsin got to do a going Wisconsin Minnesota.
1: accent now. Uh, Tory, who you got? Lock of the week, Wisconsin. Lock of the, the week? The, lock of the week. I like that. Wow. Locker. Two more games. One more minute. Ohio State, Michigan. I'm going to start with Harrison.
5: Uh, I'm going to go with Ohio State.
1: Ryan. Ohio. Caden. OH. <laughs> John. I.O. Tory. <laughs> Buckeyes. And I'll be the Long Wolf. I'll go Michigan. Whoa. That's why you're last. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Alabama and Auburn, in my opinion, the game of the week.
2: Yeah. I feel like
3: John, us. who you got? Uh, I hope Auburn wins, but I think Alabama's going to win. Caden. Uh,
1: Bama. Tory Auburn. Ooh. Ryan. Bo Nix.
6: Uh, Bo Nix will have more turnovers than I have exams, so <laughs> give me Alabama.
1: <laughs> Harrison. Bama. And I'm gonna go with Auburn. Again, why I'm in last. In this, <laughs> no, it's in a good, it's a good game. pick.
4: I like it. Mac Jones. I know you. Can you, can you I think can can it's really my win? lock of the week. Alabama,
1: Auburn. No, I'm no. kidding. <laughs> All right. So those are pickums. Rivalry week should be a fun one. That's it for our show. We got two more before we are signing off for winter break. Next week, our very own Harrison Valk will be hosting. So, I yeah. believe you do not want to miss that one. For myself, Matthew Argo, oh, before I, you know, wrap it all up, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, vote Instagram, on the at WKU Red Zone, go and vote on the on the poll, you know, John Alden will be wanting your Minnesota. I know Minnesota's not going to get them into the see. college football playoff. For myself, Matthew Hargrove, Tory Bowling, John Alden, producer Harrison Valk, and our reporters, Ryan Gooden, King Gaylord, and Patrick Carey. Happy Thanksgiving and go tops. Go tops.